Hey everybody, thanks for checking out this episode of Health by Design. Now this is a very special video episode. So if you're watching this, uh, sorry, I should say if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, wherever it is you happen to be listening to, I don't know, when it comes to RRS feeds, it just goes out there into the world. Make sure you tune in to my YouTube channel at Roar Alexander. Look for the playlist called Health by Design because this is a special video episode. As often as I can, I try to go and do my interviews live in person. And this is a really fun one because this happens to be a very artistic one. I went down to Vancouver here and I met a woman named Carolyn Trotter. Carolyn Trotter owns a company called Mandala Blooms. And what they do is, what, or I should say what she does, is she creates these special kind of geographical not geographical, geometrical designs to help you with open eye meditation. Uh, and we take a look through her studio. She shows us around. There's actually two videos I did. One is kind of a tour of the studio, which you can see. And then the second one is, of course, us sitting down. And again, I show some of the different stuff she's working on. And we look at some of her artwork. So really special episode. When it comes to meditation, you know, a lot of people have these misconceptions that it's all just, you know, closed your eyes with your legs crossed, sitting straight up. But the fact is, there is so many kinds of meditation. And that is, you know, that is a one kind of meditation. You can also do different, there's walking meditations. Uh, you have your eyes closed, um, but you can have your eyes open as well, such as you'll see quite often in the meditation where you're, say, looking at a candle. Well, another tool you can do use is called a mandala. And that is what Caroline Trotter specializes in. In. So we talk about the science behind mandalas and we talk about just everything to do with open eye meditation and really just getting a um, little more, you know, just a little more in-depth information when it comes to open eye meditation because it's something, again, that a lot of people don't know. So if you're wondering, what is the point of open eye meditation? I don't quite understand it. Well, there's a lot of people out there that have problems with closed eyes meditation. You may be one of them. I know I'm one of them myself. That as soon as you close your eyes, you start, the brain starts taking off in every single direction. So there's different tools you can use to help you uh, stop this from happening. So obviously there's things like um, repeating a mantra, which is very popular. There's guided meditations that uses visualization where you actually have a guide and somebody that's taking you down through kind of a journey in your mind. You can also use something like a um, Tibetan uh, Tibetan singing bowl, um, which again, you just kind of listen to the gong, you listen to it for a long time, fades away, then you can do it again. And then of course, you also have, like I said, looking at candles or using a mandala, something visual that you can use to keep your attention on and keep your focus. That way you maintain your focus and your brain doesn't go off anywhere. And anytime it does, you just bring your attention back into that. So I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, also, if you are listening to the podcast and you like uh, Carolyn's stuff, now what you can do is you can actually go and you can go through her website and you use the code HEALTHBYDESIGN and you can get 10% off anything on her website there, which is mandalablooms.com. If you go into the show notes, it's gonna be there. So she's never done this before and I've arranged it so all of my listeners here or my viewers, if you're watching the YouTube channel, you can go, go and you can order it and you get 10% off anything you order through her website. Saying that, she will also do 
to special requests, but it's going to cost you lots more money. So, you know, but I'm just letting you know it's out there. So think about this. Maybe if you own a yoga or a meditation school and you really like the idea of a mandala and maybe you're like, hey, you know what? I think it'd be really cool if my yoga company, my meditation company or whatever company it is, maybe we had our own mandala. Maybe that's something you could talk to her about. I don't know. I don't want to put words in her mouth, but I know she did say, you know, she didn't say she's, you know, she did not say that she will not do special things. However, you know, don't be expect to pay the same price that you'll pay on the website for the stuff that's already done. So saying that, I myself am looking into um, getting my own special mandala made that I would like to use when it comes to one of my projects that I'm working on. So I would have like to have my own official mandala. So at some point, I'm probably going to be back sitting with her and talking to her and kind of deciding on what kind of vibe, what kind of message that I want my Mandela to generate. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, watch the video, listen to the podcast, because she talks about how she uses different sorts of arts, different colors, and different styles to bring out different kinds of energies within the artwork, just like any artwork, right? You can have artwork that's all black and gray with skulls. You go, okay, that's depressing artwork. And then on the same time, you can have, you know, really bright and colorful, cheery artwork. So it's the exact same thing. That's the beautiful thing about art it can you know send messages without any words and then the use of color is obviously very very important in that so with no further ado you've heard enough of my babbling let's get on to carolyn trotter and mandela blooms and this really fun podcast again please make sure you go and you watch this on youtube and if you're really inspired by what she's done you know order one of her pieces it's always great to support local artists now on the other hand, if you you know if you don't really watch my YouTube or follow my blogs, go there because I talk about with her. I talk about I mentioned to her I am writing a blog and doing some videos and developing your own Zen Zone. Well, those are officially done and they're up. So I was working on them when I had the interview with her. Now that the interview is over, those are actually done. They've been up for a while, so check that out. And if you start developing your Zen Zone, make sure you grab one of her pieces. So no further ado, let's get on to Carolyn Trotter, Mandela blooms and talking about open eye meditation you're listening to the health by design podcast and i'm your host roar alexander wellness architect and functional lifestylist i spent nearly six years of my life on a journey through the ancient east to bring you the cutting edge combination of modern western health sciences blended with the time-proven ancient traditions, principles, and practices that have flourished through thousands of years across countless cultures, peoples, and nations. Join me and my many special guests from all corners of the globe as we aim to help you live stronger, longer, and better. Hey everybody, welcome to Health by Design. Uh, I have a great episode for you today. I'm here with Carolyn Trotter. She Hi. is the founder of Mandela Blooms. That's me. That is. Um, so like I said in the intro, um, I was, uh, you know, I was, as you know, I'm interested, of course, in meditation and always looking for different forms of meditation. I love to try different forms of meditation. I've been over to India, studied at Meditation Valley over there, and then there's some Ayurvedic stuff. Obviously in Thailand, the wife's Buddhist as well. Wow. So, you know, surrounded by meditation and then uh, did the, uh, you know, meditation training with the monks in Thailand. 
Uh, and then, you know, we did walking meditation and that. Mm-hmm. And then you also just did the silent meditation. And <laughs> very experienced. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not, it's not, I'm not crazy. I, don't, I like to, I like to just learn about different That's stuff. Fair. So I was walking last year um, through the Vancouver Wellness Show. Right. Um, which I was very disappointed in. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Um, I just, I went there looking for, you know, hoping I could find some really cool companies and podcast stuff. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, I did not find too many. <laughs> but yeah. I found you. Yes, you found uh, me. So yes, total it's been a while. And what I really liked about you is uh, is that you make, and we'll talk about it in more detail after we mm-hmm. talk about your story a bit, but you make basically tools for meditation, which is pretty cool. So, yeah. we so let's start with this first though. How did you, um, let's go from the wellness show, work our way back. How did you get interested in this? Like, is it, were yeah. you born doing this? Or you just switch? Like, what <laughs> definitely really? not. This okay. is definitely not something that I actually set out to do originally. Um, so about 12 years ago, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. Okay. And um, I went through the full treatment, the chemo, the radiation, surgery. And while I was recovering, I started doing re- getting into a regular yoga and meditation practice. Okay. Um, through that, though, interestingly enough, it was actually somebody's son who was doing a school project who came to me and said, um, we need people to do a meditation. Um, some people are going to do five minutes a day and some people are going to do 15 minutes a day. Okay. So they're going to see if five makes a difference than 15. And hmm. essentially at the end of a month of the, of the people that were participating in the survey, they found that it didn't make a difference if you did, did five or 15. Did not make a it, difference. Yeah, okay. it was, they were both beneficial. It was okay. both extremely beneficial. So. I started meditating regularly at that time. However, before that, I had learned how to meditate with my eyes open. So I had gone to a center here in Vancouver um, called the Shambhala Center, and they teach an open eye meditation. Open eye meditation. See, that one's new, and that's one of the things that I thought was very interesting. Yeah. So So you started to do open eye. So I was doing open eye meditation, and the whole principle with open eye meditation is that if you can find with your eyes open that that internal peace or that serenity you can get grounded with your Mm -hmm. eyes open you can do that anywhere you are so whether you're having a crazy day at work or you're on the bus you don't need to run away and hide in a corner and be in the dark you can actually get to that center wherever you are okay so that to me really that really resonated with me but in any event when I started going through my treatment for cancer and started doing meditation and when I started going back to painting, I had the time to start painting. And so you were painting before? Yeah, I was painting before. Okay. But I was doing very um, like technical illustration. Okay. Um, that like for I had books learned. or something? Um, no, just very detailed pen and ink work, um, like street scenes and you okay. know, very fine work. But when I went back to painting, I was painting these big pictures of color and flowers and but at the same time I was meditating and I was asking for more intention for my artwork because I wanted to try and find a way that I could help people heal through through my art and I wasn't an art therapist but I thought there must be something I could do that for people maybe who are going through something similar Mm -hmm. that that would help them and of course I'm meditating and right in front of me are these big flowers with these very detailed centers 
and I wasn't really getting it. And it wasn't until somebody said to me, it looks like you're drawing mandalas. And of course the detailed centers of the, of the flowers were, were mandalas. I didn't okay. even know what a mandala was. Yeah, so what is a mandala exactly? Like? A mandala is a geometric pattern. It uh, comes from sacred geometry. Okay. Um, and it is basically, they're symbols of creation. Symbols, uh, they represent different aspects of the universe and or the soul that's in the center of the, of the, of the pattern. Mm -hmm. So they've been used in Tibetan Buddhism. They've been used in... Um, uh, in you know in India in uh, all over the world in okay. for for not only just for healing um, through meditation but there's also if you go back like billions of years they're they're actually representative or symbols of what we're made of and everything that's interconnect interconnected in nature hmm. so there's a phenomenal energy that comes from sacred geometry okay. so they're not only just used for healing by drawing them but you can be around them and they actually emit an energy okay so i was i was that totally surprised me because here i was drawing them without even knowing what they were now granted it wasn't sacred geometry in that i wasn't doing them formally like with a, a compass mm -hmm. but then i went and studied that and learned basically the different forms and how to do this so now my designs that i create start with a mandala they start with okay. the sacred geometry and then i create patterns within those and then the design around that and yeah. those are designed to help so people. where did you study it from did you go find somebody yeah just, there's a yeah. couple of different places that you can find i think there's even online tutorials but i went um interestingly enough there's a guy in vancouver who, whose okay. name is ari laser and he he's a sacred geometry guru if you will. gotcha yeah. so when we were talking before we talked about kind of the geometry of it and we were mm -hmm. talking kind of like how I brought up how in nature there's fractal images mm -hmm. like fr mm -hmm. these fractal designs and you were yeah. saying that these kind of come the same same idea yes. sort of as the fractal yeah. designs of nature yeah, yeah so it's pretty cool so how then so you studied different kinds of meditation yes. so I'm assuming you did you know closed-eyed meditation yes. so what kind of drew you to open eye and what is open eye meditation for people like how does it work like well, essentially, it's finding finding something to focus on. All all the meditation is really about finding something to focus on. So whether it's your breath, whether it's um, you know counting, whether it's music, whether it's a visual tool, mm -hmm. it's really important, I think, to try all different kinds and to find something that resonates with you. Mm -hmm. So the open eye, I liked because of the very principle that if you can find that serenity with your eyes open and not be looking around everywhere, mm -hmm. you just find something to focus on. And a lot of the time you might just focus on your breathing, but you do have your eyes open. You can find that, that centering. You can center yourself wherever you are in a stressful situation. Okay. So I really, really liked that about it. Mm -hmm. um, but you know some days you're going to need the breath work some days you're going to need your eyes closed some mm. days you might need it open um, you might need a walking meditation the the key i think is to gather all those different tools mm. and then you can you know what maybe works best for you most of the time okay. but there are days where, i mean we, we change so much there are going to be certain days where we might need something a little bit different mm -hmm. i guess it's similar to the meditation where you kind of look at a candle flame 
Yep, you can look at a candle idea. flame. You, you know, you don't need to have a mandala. Mm -hmm. But there's also been studies shown that if you create something for yourself, like a sacred space, mm -hmm. um, or you have give yourself tools. Some people like to have their crystals. They mm -hmm. have certain music. But if you do that, you're more likely to get into a regular practice. No, for sure. Actually, it's one of the things I talk about in my, my Instagram or just my blogs, even just creating what I call a Zen zone mm -hmm. in your house, which is your little area to set up um, for your, whether it's a meditation or just breathing, even just playing guitar, but just a little area that's all yours. So yeah. you, your house is very zenny, yeah. which we'll do a little tour <laughs> yeah. later. Um, so let's talk then about, um, let's talk about some of the things that maybe one should consider when they want to build a little kind of like what you call sacred space or zen zone yeah. in their house. So what kind of, what kind of tools like would you suggest? Like well, if somebody came to you and said, hey, you know what, I'd love to start... I love the, you know, I want to find some places, kind of my own, What, what where would we start? Yeah, well, the first thing um, I like to make sure that anybody's meditating um, has is, is they need to be comfortable. Mm -hmm. So whether that be they sit in a chair, everyone thinks they have to sit on the floor, but they don't have to sit on the floor. They can sit in a chair. Yep. Um, I do tell people um, to try not to lie down. A lot of people say they have to lie so down. You fall asleep. You fall asleep. <laughs> you know, you get India, to a, we fell asleep yeah. many times in meditation training class. Yeah, I've been falling asleep sometimes sitting up, but mm -hmm. you know, when I've been in meditation, but um, usually you, you wake up pretty quick. Um, but yeah, lying down, I think you're almost guaranteed to, to fall yeah. asleep. So you want to make sure you're comfortable. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, a cushion or a block or a chair, whatever, whatever works for you. Mm -hmm. Um, and you don't have to sit cross-legged again it's just finding something that you can be comfortable sitting for a couple minutes because meditation again doesn't have to be yeah, an have, hour you're, you're not a buddhist monk no you can you <laughs> can sit for a minute every morning and maybe a minute every night before you go to bed mm -hmm. just as a very very minimum and guaranteed you're going to start to see improvements mm -hmm. and then you can ex extend that to five minutes so that would i would say would be the so first comfort thing. get Beta. comfort yeah. Um, and then find a tool that works for you. So mm -hmm. whether or not, whether it be breathing, because there's so many different kinds of breathing exercises. Mm -hmm. um, whether you you have a candle, you have crystals, you you want to have things, or or maybe you need nothing. Mm -hmm. But for what I found helped for me was having a design to look at. I, I really like looking, doing my open eye mm -hmm. meditation. Your audio too, of course. Yeah, like audio. Bowls yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you have, you found the cushions work for you? Yeah, yeah, the cushion the cushion worked for me. Then I had the mat, the meditation mat, mm -hmm. um, so that I can actually have the mandala to look at, a visual tool. Yes, I could put a candle there. And of course, when I first started, it was a candle. Mm -hmm. Now I like having a combination of the mat, the mandala, the candle maybe a few crystals um, gotcha. you know and and then know some breathing exercises so I think those okay. are the very basic things okay. so you know get comfortable you can focus on your breath the breath is very important um, and you know ha have a tool that you can you can focus on mm -hmm. besides the breath like if there's something visual or yeah. so what are the tools you make because you you talked about a cushion yes. so if you are listening to this make sure you watch it because this is a, this is a very visual, literally, we're talking about open eye meditation and visual. So you, we're gonna want to see her designs because a lot of people will be listening to this on audio. So make sure you guys go to YouTube and check it out too, because we're also gonna do a little uh, tour of your home after. Oh, okay. And then oh. we we'll show some of the um, yeah, show how you do your process too for yeah. your work. Yeah, um, absolutely. So what are the tools you make then? Uh, you brought up a couple, but let's get into a little more detail, like what they are, where you would use them, and how you would use them. Yeah, so, well, got the cushion. Yeah, here, I there's guess. a cushion. That's 
uh, my Mexican moon design. Okay. Um, so let's it, talk about it. So, so this centerpiece is that the mandala? That's then? the mandala in the middle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I start with that, and I mean, my my cat really likes that. One. That's okay. Um, actually, it's really interesting how many pets not only just go for the the center of the cushion, but mm -hmm. like on my mats, the, like uh, people who buy these, their animals absolutely love them. It just shows you, uh, yeah, you know where where the animal's going to go. So the mats are not super padded or anything, but the pets are always on them. <laughs> so does one? So you put this in front of you then, or does one sit on it? You would sit on this, but okay. you could use it as a visual tool as well. Okay. So a lot of people, if they can't decide which thing to buy, because sometimes they'll buy the cushion and they'll buy the mat, and then they want. Do you sell them as a set? Thing. No, they, oh, no. Okay. they yeah they can buy them individually okay. or as a set. They don't so, have to match. So you would sit on this maybe. Yeah. Um, probably. Yeah. And then you have the mat. So tell us about that. Yeah. So you sit. Do you sit in the middle of the mat or do you sit on the side, like on well, the edge of the mat? The original intention was to sit on the uh, on the edge of the mat and then use the mandala. So you as sit a on your cushion yeah. on the edge of the mat, and looking. Then you can look at the mandala the but okay. what I found with some people and what, who have tested them said that there's some days where they really want it, when they're using a mat as a visual tool mm -hmm. some days they actually want to sit on the mandala okay. because they get a different type of energy from it I remember mm -hmm. one friend who um, she just said there's just she had to do it because she just needed a charge and she found that every now and again it just she just needed that real um, just a kick in the butt, if you will, and yeah. she found that by sitting sitting on the the mandala, it, it actually gave her a different experience. So one of the things that's kind of cool that I've really enjoyed about creating these designs is that every design is a little bit different and they mm -hmm. all have a different energy so when people come to look at them mm -hmm. it's amazing to see who goes for what well because at the end of the day it's like art yeah it's it, like it is one art. person's yeah. gonna like a painting somebody yeah. else is not it's gonna be drawn to but you know things. there's different things that people will say there's i have one design in particular that people either love Mm -hmm. or it makes them really uncomfortable. Okay. So it's been fascinating to see. It's, I, I don't have a picture of it here, but um, it's my. Um, it's called the Mendy Rose. Okay. And it's red, it's got a red rose, and mm -hmm. it's got yellow. And so they're very, you know, that's the, the root chakra color and the solar plexus for the yellow. So it's really, really energizing, yet okay. grounding. Yeah. Counselors tend to buy that, health professionals. They use that a lot in couples counseling. They use it for grounding before they get into their sessions. Okay. But what's really interesting is that design, I found that people who are more spiritually connected, mm -hmm. they actually like it. They say, oh, you know, like that, that really, really grabs my attention and I like it. It's a nice, strong energy. It's, mm -hmm. like, it's like my power design. Okay. Um, other people look at it and say, whoa. That makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, well, because red, red and yes. yellow are both energy colors. Yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. So it's actually been really interesting to see two friends who say, "Oh, we love everything the same." Well, what we can do is have you send me a picture of that, yeah. and then yeah. we can put it on the video yeah, too, for so sure. people can see that. Yeah, yeah. So two friends are the same. Yeah, they'll come in and they'll say, you know, "Oh, we like everything the same," you know, with the color and la la la. And then they look at designs and they go, "Oh no, I like that one, and you like that one, right?" And they huh. they can't agree because again, it's yeah. a different energy. And everybody needs something different. Yeah, no, for sure. You know, so that's the cool thing is that I've been able to create all these designs that have, you know, a different purpose, a mm. different intention. And when I started out doing them, I didn't 
have an intention, but I realized how they all kind of came out with a different intention. Mm -hmm. So now the last few designs I've been doing, I've actually been putting intention into them. So for example, this one here, which is called Mexican Moon, this one has a little more symbolism in it than um, some of the other designs. Um, and I did this one. This one is very specifically for manifesting love and compassion. Okay. And I had lived in Mexico and I had traveled there and I had just come back from there and mm -hmm. all of a sudden there was a bunch of earthquakes. Now, are you staying at a Mexican resort, four stars, while you can drink? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> you say, that doesn't count. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. Never. All right, <laughs> you will never good. find I, me that's there. That's what I like to hear. No, no, no. Street tacos and, you know, Perfect. living in a small apartment that may have running water, might not. Very nice. So this one was definitely, I couldn't do anything from here. So I decided to do a painted prayer okay. for love and compassion. So this one has, you know, the, definitely it's got like a new moon and, and the sequence of the, of the new moon. Yeah, the phases of the moon. moon. Um, and that, you know, is all about new, new beginnings. And the same thing with the butterfly is about change. But mm -hmm. in the mandala, I've got like um, little suns that are for like the dawn of a new day, um, the hearts that are for love, and of course the roses represent love as well. Mm -hmm. um, and this is just a you know, magnolia that's that are on there. I use a lot it's in ritual. Very feng shui. Yes. Same sort of idea. Yeah. There. So, I mean, that one channeled a completely different energy into it. And this one's used a lot for, like, cacao ceremonies. Okay. It's got a different kind of earthy feel to it. Okay. So, yeah, there's a few people that have bought them more for a ritual and, and yeah. ceremony. Now, speaking of traveling, you've been, you've lived in Mexico, mm -hmm. and then you were saying you've done Bali. Yes, I've done Bali. Uh, where in India did you go? Um, I was in the north a lot. I okay. A lot of it. I've been there a couple times. Like Rishikesh? Well, I, I went to Rishikesh. I have been there. Um, okay. The Kitsilino of India. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I've also been... Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I've been to... Um, if Kitsilano was under a lot of construction. Yeah, really. Although, yeah. A lot of construction. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Got a good point there. Yeah. Um, but Gangtok and um, near Darjeeling, so the okay. base of the Himalayas, I've been to those areas. And then, of course, Rajasthan, which is the art there is absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. Now, was it there for any particular reasons? Were you just traveling? Was it studying? Was it like with meditation groups? Or um, like no, I didn't do any meditation groups. I really wanted, the first time I went there, I just wanted to see as much as I could. So I was okay. there for about five weeks okay. um, and did an amazing trip where I got a little taste of, of a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and then the the second time I went there for a couple of reasons, but one of them was to meet um, the supplier who's actually does um, my cushions and my oh, meditation okay. mats. Oh, so these are made in India then? Yeah. Um, okay. When I first started out, I wanted to have everything made in Canada. Mm. Um, and I still do some of my products in Canada, but I could not get these done here and mm. be able to offer them at a reasonable price. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Way it Unfortunately, costs. That's yeah. just the way it works because you gotta pay people thirty bucks an hour. Yeah? Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, and even just finding the presses that could do yeah. it and everything else. And I only, I only order small quantities. Yeah. Like, no, not no if you're ordering small money. quantities, you're done. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's not gonna work. So that was great. I met her. It's a woman, a younger woman who's an entrepreneur. Um, she's got younger men that are like teen men or mm -hmm. I guess young adults um, that are actually doing the sewing. Okay. Um, so um, 
she supports me and I support her. And nice. it's actually been a very nice relationship. And now the carpets, are they made in India too? Um, yeah. The, or the, the mats, I should Yeah, say. the mats. Carpets this particular mats. mat is actually a little, they're called a G-clay print and that's actually printed in Vancouver. Okay. Um, but I've since then managed to do a different kind of mat that's um, more portable, that's foldable, that's printed oh. on a cotton. Oh, that's That's cool. printed on a heavyweight canvas. The, mm -hmm. um, they call, I call them my so G-clay. Can you so. travel with all those? Yeah, the other ones you can travel oh. with. Yeah. Now I've saw, I thought I saw on your website, do you say you could hang your mats on the wall too? Some people do. Okay. I Yeah, it's kind of hard to hang a circle though. Yeah, are they all, <laughs> they're always circles. Yeah, they're Correct. always yeah. circles. Okay. I do have some prints that are printed on like a square, um, like a white background. Yeah. Um, but no, the mats, um, they're round. So okay. yeah. yeah. Now your process is interesting. Um, so you actually hand paint. Yes. So these are all hand yeah. painted originally. Yeah. And then you send them, you said there's only one scanner. There's a large flat blade scanner here in Vancouver. Okay. Um, one I, guy. One guy. Okay. That, that um, scanner has moved Let's around. Hope he never closes up. I know. Well, you know what? <laughs> I have, I've actually had to search it if it's in between jobs. Oh, okay. There was a time where it moved around a little bit. Really? Okay. Um, so the other option is that what a lot of artists do is they get their, art, their artwork photographed. Oh, okay. So you can, if you if you go to the right people who know how to photograph artwork, you can do that. So, okay. But it's yeah. So it's so scan. he like scans it, and then he sends the the digital copy, I guess, to the woman in India to me. or yeah. to you. Yeah. And, and then, then I usually size it down a little bit, and okay. then we send it off to the to whoever's printing. Okay. So let's talk about. So are the all the cushions the same size? Are they all this one yes, size here? Yes, they're all okay. the same so which size. Okay. So what's that? It's about. Uh, it's 22, 20, 22, inches. 22 inches across. Yeah. 22 inches across. Yep. And then you got the two size of floor mats, it looks like. Um, actually, I have one size. Oh, okay. Um, they're both the same. They're about 35 and a half, 36 okay. inches. Yep. Yeah. And then anything else, or is it just? Um, oh no, I have I have a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've got <laughs> because I've been experimenting over the years mm -hmm. too to find out what works. Um, I have um, so the two different kinds of mats, but they're they're both the same size. I have the cushions. I have um, some scarves, some okay. cotton silk scarves. A lot of people use those to wrap their tarot cards in. Okay. Um, but they can also use them for either wearing or you can actually travel as well with that for meditation gotcha. if you're on a plane or something like that. I've got prints. I've got some canvas bags. I've got hmm. some t-shirts and hoodies. Have you ever done just little like eight inch ones that you can literally just go wherever your hotel room and just throw it down on the floor? I have like, not. There we go. But I think that's a great idea. I've yeah. been asked for decals. Because you can like literally fold them and put them in your wallet. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And then yeah. you could just go, you go to your hotel room or even on an airplane, yeah. you just pull out your tray, plop it there and you have can you just do your thing. Have you seen my business card? I have not. Ah, well, that's my power design. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. And I give that to people. It's a folding card and you get your uh, actual mini one of those and I tell people to put it on their desk at work. Oh, that's pretty and cool. And then find that. Well, I will see your business card yes, when we're done. <laughs> um, so basically, let's talk about how one would start a meditation practice using your mat. Okay. So let's talk about somebody who's maybe listening right now. Who's they? Maybe they've tried the open, up, the closed eye. They tried the breathing. They've tried the different stuff out there. Hasn't really worked for them. They want to try something different. So where would they? How would you suggest they start? Well, 
if they've come and they've looked at a design mm -hmm. um, that resonates with them, and one of the okay. things I do mention on my website is choosing a design. Yeah. Um, so quite often I tell people to go for the design that they're first drawn to. Okay. Um, but there's so many different factors, you know, whether it be just the, the, something that resonates with them in the mandala, whether it's the color, the type of flower, you mm -hmm. know, they, there's going to be something that they get from it. But just sitting with the mat. Yeah. So sitting and, you know, again, in a making sure they're comfortable, yeah. sit with the mat. They can just do a soft eye gaze. Is the goal to not blink? Yeah. Or is the goal no, just to blink. relax? You and, can blink. Okay, I wasn't sure. It was like yeah. a staring contest no, between you and the no. mat. <laughs> <laughs> no. That would be horrible. <laughs> yeah, it would be horrible. But, you know, I can see somebody saying, well, you got to fight through the pain. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, no, and no. It becomes no. bliss. Yes. No, not. It, that right, is so not. So soft right. eye. You want to make sure you come back tomorrow and do it again. Yeah. Right? Okay. So just a soft gaze. And, okay. you know, again, if you want to get to the point where you close your eyes you can do that but I find when I'm you know a lot of the time when I close my eyes I start thinking about all the things I have yeah, to do no, for sure so by doing that and you don't even have to stare at the mandala there might be something else on there that that you can actually focus on but yeah. it's just trying to get try focusing on something for a minute yeah. and I mean focus in you're not like not thinking about dinner and looking at it mm. just really trying and concentrate on the mandala or yeah. on a point i think i found you know just some of what i've been listening to it seems because a lot of people like people like you know a lot of people when they close their eyes like you said their mind wanders and they start thinking about every to-do list and everything yeah. i think i think a lot of people who probably say they have trouble meditating because mm. I would say 90% of the podcasts or the videos on YouTube or almost any time you listen to anybody telling you about meditation, it's always the same style for the mm -hmm. most part. It's always the close your eyes, sit cross-legged, you know, and focus on your breath. Mm -hmm. But I think that using something to focus on is probably a good idea for the people that literally have tried and maybe failed mm -hmm. the other kind. So I think, it's, I think it's really neat and I really like the tool that you have. Thank you. No Thank problem. you. Well, and I think I think one of the the challenges for people is they, it's that time thing. Mm -hmm. Not only do they say I don't have time for it, but they think that they have to sit down for even twenty minutes is a lot for somebody to sit and yep. stare at something or yeah. to look at something. So you know, sit down with a couple things in your, in your arsenal. Thing, mm -hmm. you know, use the 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 meditation mat to look at, mm -hmm. but maybe do listen to some music or. You know, the breathing is, is one of the most amazing techniques mm -hmm. that you can do. So whether it's, um, and breathing meaning there's like alternate nostril, nostril breathing, um, there's anxiety breath where yeah, you... Belly you, breath, yeah, box breath. So having something that you actually like to do can mm -hmm. actually help you feel grounded. So it's not, it's not going to be one thing that necessarily works for you all the time. I mean, hallelujah if that works for you yeah um but honestly um and and cut yourself some slack like sit for a minute i mean one yeah i think that's one of the problems they're always trying to you know you always hear about it's got to be so long yeah you know, we always think about buddhist monks for some reason because yeah, of meditation it's like no no, no, we, no yeah wow they're training to do that we're yeah. not but they they also say that buddhist monks have to go oh yeah i'm thinking and come back that yeah. they, you know they they sure they can get into a different state a lot of the time mm. but you know they they're human right mm. so but yeah i mean i suppose if you focus on anything yeah. long enough or try anything long yeah. enough so how long do you meditate for on average i would say um during the week it's probably more 
like five or ten minutes in the okay. morning. Um, sometimes I'll maybe do a little extra at night. Okay. The weekend I have a little bit more time, like twenty minutes, half an hour. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a favorite mandala you use? Um, you know what? I'm very fortunate that I get to change it up. <laughs> yeah, that's, I guess that um, is very true. <laughs> yeah, but I do. I really like the Mexican moon. Okay. Um, I'm which lucky, is this one? Yeah, which is this one. Mm -hmm. um, I really like the Joy and Rejuvenation, which is the original over there, but that hangs Is that above. the orange one over there? Yeah, that which hangs over my, yeah. over my bed, so okay. I feel very lucky. That like, I you mean that. like up on the ceiling? No, just behind, behind oh, okay. my bed, right? But um, it's it's got such a nice energy, mm -hmm. um, and it just it makes me happy when I'm around it. So yeah. it just, you know, even though I know like, I created it, um, that's the interesting thing is when I look at these things, I don't feel like I did them. Mm -hmm. So it's one of the things I actually meditate before I paint. Okay. And then I, I actually have done my level one Reiki and I use that Reiki energy in creating okay. them. So a lot of the time the stuff comes and then after I'm finished, I look at it and I say, did I actually do that? I don't, I mean, I know it intimately, mm -hmm. but it's not like I had it all planned out beforehand. Yeah. It's so much of the time. It's like the brushes just, ha it moves itself. Yeah. So, and, that, and that's why I can sit with the different designs, but they all have... A different they really have a different energy and there are certain times like the power design mm -hmm. if I have to do a presentation or I have to do something that's making me uncomfortable yeah. I'll sit with that and it really gives me a so challenge. that's one for the guys who want to be more productive there you guys go and girls yes. want to be productive yeah. so how many designs do you have roughly um, 11 11 designs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm working on Any new ones coming? right now. Yeah. Yes, I am cool. working on one. Now, where do you sell these things? I guess that's the next question. Like, yeah. I know they're not at Walmart. No, not no. yet. <laughs> sure. And I hope never are. No, let, let's hope not. <laughs> yeah, wish.com. Yeah. yeah, Walmart. Yeah, a dollar. It's giving to you $2 each. Yeah, really. Yeah. So where yeah. do you sell them? Um, I have a website that I sell okay. through. Um, and, and what's uh, the website? Oh, it's mandalablooms.com. Mandalablooms.com, yeah. which I'll put in the show notes and on the screen. Yeah. So. And um, I, I tend to do a lot of the spiritual and the health and wellness shows. Okay. Um, people come there looking for um, help. Mm -hmm. They've um, had sometimes a similar journey, which is why I really like the wellness show because there's a lot of people who come there who maybe have had a recent diagnosis yeah. and they need to change their life some way, okay. like whether it be changing the way they eat or they're trying to learn about mm -hmm. meditation. And I get to connect with people one-on-one -on -one that have been through something similar like cancer with, mm. as, as I have. So I really like those. So I do those. Um, I tend to not do much of the, the craft shows okay. because um, people, are really looking for you know meditation tips when they come to those yeah I know um, you're staying your kind of lane yeah it's exactly. like you are crafts but yeah. it's a it's a very niche craft definitely. kind of in a way definitely so, so yeah, yeah I know for sure yeah and then I've do you ever like do any workshops or anything? Ever gotten into any workshops? I have yeah. done, yeah. I've done a few um, more private sessions on okay. teaching um, how to meditate. Okay. So whether it be um, a small group who just want to do some breathing exercises or they mm -hmm. want to learn how to use the mats. And so quite often I've done a few in, in my home. Um, and I will, you know, give a small group a little demonstration. We'll actually mm -hmm. do a meditation. We'll try different breathing techniques. 
different we'll have some music playing and then we get how about the aromatherapy so you uh, got yes we have the there. aromatherapy yeah. and the best part is we get homemade dark chocolate at the end oh very yes. nice do you make that yourself i do oh very yeah. nice yeah so it's a bit of a treat when people can come yeah and no, that, i can right? imagine and how about any um are there any uh local maybe meditation or yoga schools that use any of your tools um and if not why not yes well you know <laughs> We won't get into that. <laughs> you know, big big business, um, loyal to certain brands. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and actually a lot of the smaller shops don't really get into selling products. Okay. Um, but there are a couple of products in the lo- or a couple stores in the lower mainland that do sell my Does my it seem like your stuff would be very good to go on even consignment? Yeah. In and some then, of the yoga and meditation. Like if I were a yoga, yoga studio, I'd probably have your yeah. stuff on consignment. Yeah, there's a problem. couple stores around. Like a, actually um, in Vancouver, there's a few places that do say sound healing. Um, and the, uh, somebody in North Vancouver, a soul sanctuary, she, okay. a woman there that does a lot of workshops and cacao ceremonies and things. And she actually supports me and sells some of my things through her. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Have you ever been to the, uh, speaking of North Vancouver, you ever been up to the salt Chris, no, I, it's on there. my list. Me too. Actually, yeah. I want to have him on. I'd like to do, I don't think I could do a whole podcast with him, but yeah. I would definitely like to go up there and do like a, you know, a five, 10 minute video on the benefits yeah. of it for yeah, sure. You never know. You might find out that yeah, it goes well, for Exactly. Than you never know. It's a thing. You never know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah I think, you know, I would, I would like to see, I think it'd be fun to have a uh, open eye mandala blooms meditation Absolutely. place somewhere around. Well, you know, right? you're more likely to, to, you know, you have, like you were saying, you have that little space. Mm-hmm. and it makes you want to go sit there and you can put little special things you can put a little buddha on your mat it's your sacred space yeah. no definitely like uh like i said on my blog on my videos i got a video right now i'm working on called building your zen zone mm-hmm. blog on it i mean your stuff is exactly what i'm talking about one of the things i'm talking about on it is you know try not to not if you got it you got it but try not to go to walmart you yeah. know target and amazon like saying that i do i ordered a big bag Bean, big Joe beanbag chair from yeah. Amazon last year. So I do yeah. have some low, you know, some of the bigger brand stuff. Yeah. But my favorite pieces are all from, you know, basically from 10,000 kilometers away is what yeah. I say. But yeah, doing that or, you know, finding some pieces that really speak to you. If you're going to build the area, you might as well try yeah. to make it look nice. Well, yeah, and you, know? you, want, and you want it to have intention. Right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is... I never would have thought that I would be doing this kind of artwork, honestly, if it hadn't all kind of come together for me mm-hmm. um, like this, I, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't be doing it, I don't yeah. think. So. And basically, if your entire yoga and meditation practice is from Lululemon, you've made a mistake. Yeah. In life. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, there is something that I would say, there is benefit to those people who do, who do are all Lululemon. As yeah. long as you're doing yoga, I think you're moving in the right direction. Yeah, that's true. You know, even if it's just the tip of the iceberg, you hope that there's going to be something good that comes out of it. Yeah, no, for sure. I agree. <laughs> Actually, I had my opinion changed. I interviewed a, a friend of mine. He's a very well-known Ayurvedic specialist, and he was talking... You know, we started talking about Western yoga, like how woga, yeah. and uh, you know, but he was he he was uh, he basically say the same thing as you. You know, all yoga, good or bad, is good yoga. Yeah. He goes, and eventually the people will start to realize, like the kind of like the real yoga, yeah. and you know, the, the cheesy ones like beer yoga and stuff. Sort of yeah, falling yeah, to the yeah, side. Right. I just yeah. hope it so it happens just sooner. To, just I just to happen reach. it happens yeah. sooner than later. Yeah, puppy yoga, yeah. goat yoga, bunny yoga. Yeah. You know, the, I, I don't. I personally wouldn't be able to concentrate on the yoga. Let pose. me ask you: When do you think 
now that it's completely legal here, when are we going to see the first marijuana stoned yoga? Well, I think it's already happening. I guarantee you it's already happening. <laughs> Based on the yoga practice that I do quite yeah. often in one of the local studios, there's quite often people okay. who are nobody's, doing Nobody's advertising yoga. it They're yet. not advertising but it. I don't know why, doing. actually. So, if, By the way, if you decide to run with that idea, you owe us some money for that because that's all right. Stone yoga. you got to yeah. give us a... I'm really yeah. surprised nobody's done that yet. Yeah, I know. Beer yoga, there's absolutely no reason you could not do stone yoga. No. I don't think it's a good idea. Yeah. But I could definitely no, see somebody making money. I think it's, I think it's already You know happening. what, though? If you had psychedelics yoga combined with oh, your Mandela yeah. Bloom... <laughs> Maybe I should get you, some You might be on to something here. He's got to start ideas. adding some psychedelics to your Mandela Blooms. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with all that latest biohacking research on oh, microdosing yeah. psychedelics yes. and brain health. Oh, I know. You could it's, be on to something. It's fascinating so, work. Yeah, I'm going to have to hook you up with my friend. He does CBD oil, so I'll hook you oh, up with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I didn't even ask. <laughs> exactly. Anyways, guys, um, like I said, if you're listening to this, make sure you go to the YouTube uh, and watch because I'm going to do a second clip. Just a really quick, what we're going to do is we'll take a look at your place because you have a really cool little right. you know, studio work work live, I guess is what they yeah, call these things, yeah. work live. Yeah. Um, very eclectic, very bohemian. A little in a bit way. of everything. A here. little bit of everything, yeah. which which yeah. I dig, especially especially the pot thing you have hanging there. I actually have one of those oh, in Thailand. Okay. Because Did you, you like my teeter totter that I have up there? I, I do. I like this whole place. Yeah. It's really cool. But well, I want to show them the different designs yes. and also kind of show what the originals look like and how you sort of start. Cool. So great. Was yeah. there anything you want to add before we go? No, I'm I'm excited to show show the process and to show yeah. people the very basic you know the symbol that I start with. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So again, guys, like we said, you know, if you've tried maybe the closed eye meditation and your brain just wanders and it's going everywhere, uh, you know, try uh, open eye meditation. And you know, you like literally don't have to come and buy one of her cushions to do no, it. Like we said. No, you can try it with a candle. Um, anything else that kind of works well? You, you know, candles of? candles are nice because they they have the movement in them. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, you think about fire, things like that, yeah. right? Um, but you can do it with a stone. You can do it with a crystal, like anything, okay. anything pretty. Something yeah. small you want to hold in your hand. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Okay. And then if you know you want to support a local artesian, which you That's should, right. yes, then you yes. should definitely check out Mandalay, Ma Mandala Blooms. Mandala Blooms. Oh, I keep calling it yeah. Mandalay. That's the yeah. place in Singapore. And Mandala it's also in Vegas. <laughs> Is it? Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Mandalablooms.com. Yes. All right. Thanks for tuning in, yeah. uh, listening in, wherever you may be. And until next time, live stronger, longer, and as always, better. Excellent. Namaste. Namaste. This has been the Health by Design podcast with Canada's leading healthy living expert and wellness architect, Roar Alexander. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe to Health by Design through your favorite podcast provider. And then don't forget to join me at www.roaralexander.com to stay up to date with my latest blogs, speaking events, and exclusive interviews with guests from all around the world. While you're there, be sure to check out my coaching options to help you on your own personal health journey, set up your free call, and together, let's see how I can help you starting today. And until next time, remember, I'm here to help you live stronger, longer, and as always, better.